I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, startin' Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, fill a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah What is up, everybody? We got a live edition of GNT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. This is huge because this is NFL free agency. I'll tell you this: the past few days, I haven't been sleeping much. We've had a lot going on, and we are going to break some news on here. I got a lot to talk about. Julian and I got a lot to talk about. So, everybody, what is up? Happy free agency day! It is finally here. Everything is about to fall into place. So Julian, brother, what is going on? Happy free agency day. Happy St. Patty's day to all my uh, drunken delinquents out there. Let's get it. Have a good time. What's up, brother? Well, you see, I have my green for jets. Of course, that's about as festive as I'm going to get on the St. Patty's day. Um, We've made a few moves to jets. We've signed Gerard Davis. That was the first move that came in. I was kind of surprised by it. You kind of turned me on to him a little bit. I didn't really know what to expect. You said it was a bad scheme fit with the Lions, but that's not the biggest move the Jets made. The Jets signed Carl Lawson, which is probably the biggest move, and then Corey Davis right behind it. Corey Davis comes in three for 37. Carl Lawson's three for 45. Gerard Davis is one for 5.5, around seven. I think he could get bumped up to. And the Jets also signed Justin Hardy yesterday. He was a special team gunner. Three years, around $7 million. So that's where the Jets are standing right now. Well, I'll tell you this. The Jets, everybody's been talking about them. They've had the third most cap space. They've been really quiet. The first day that everyone thought they'd start out with a bang, not that much. They started, they got Corey Davis, three for $37.5 million. They got Carl Lawson, as you said, great line, pass rusher, absolutely tremendous. And what else do they add? They add Gerard Davis, a young linebacker, to help this defense out. So what with the Jets, here's the thing that I could tell you for Jets fans watching and Julian, I don't know if I told you this. Here's what I could tell you. Let's so the it. New York Jets approach in free agency after the first two days of the legal tampering period, they're going to be opportunistic. And this is oh, okay. um, reported by Connor Hughes. They're going to be opportunistic. They're not going to be aggressive. They're going to they're gonna take advantage of players that haven't gotten the deals as they should. So what that means, I'm going to tell you what I think. I think in the receiver market, you see these receivers not – because the receiver market's dead. Nobody's yeah, signing crazy. five receivers. And if you're wondering why, it's because of the money won and because of this draft class. That's why. So the wide receivers in this year's free agency class are really suffering. But here's the thing what I will tell you. Wide receivers should heavily invest taking a one-year deal this year because next year when the cap goes up, then they could get paid more. So why not take advantage and take care of the one-year deal? I don't know why they're doing it. They want the long-term deals. It's just not going to happen right now. So, excuse me. So the Jets right now, they're going to be aggressive. They're Like I said, opportunistic. They're going to be in there. They're not done. They got a lot to do. They got a lot of cap space. And Joe Douglas is just getting started. So Absolutely, brother. So I'm going to tell you this. Whenever uh, you're ready, um, I think I'm going to tr- – when we're done with Jets talk, I can't wait. I think you know what I'm ready for. 
Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of Patriots stuff. You guys have honestly taken the lead in free agency. I'm just going to go over some numbers briefly for the players we signed, and then we can flip the page for the Patriots. So right now I'm going to look at Corey Davis. And Corey Davis, to me, is someone that might just be scratching the surface. He's got a lot of raw talent. He's 6'3", 210, another big body receiver to pair with Denzel Mims. Um, 65 catches, almost 1,000 yards last year for the first time. 15 yards per catch, which I really like. His long was 75 yards, so that's nice to see. And he had five touchdowns. Also, I really like this because he wasn't really the guy with the Titans offense. And you know, obviously, the Titans offense is predicated on Derrick Henry. And then Tannehill plays off that. And then A.J. Brown's a guy. So I think that Corey Davis has a lot of upside with the Jets. I think he can end up topping when he did last year, especially because as we're speaking right now, he's far and away the best receiver the Jets have. Absolutely, 100%. And listen, Corey Davis is a guy who can do a lot of things. Corey Davis came into this league. He's a former top five pick of the Titans. He's He scratched the surface with what they could do. When they, when they drafted A.J. Brown, that's where everything went downhill because A.J. Yeah. Brown took over because of just how dominant he is. Corey Davis has always been there. He's a tremendous route runner. He's got okay speed. And he could catch his catch radius is tremendous. The Jets are literally getting a great signing with Corey Davis. I was upset with this. I said it to you when I, when I tweeted it. I'm like, oh, that was a scary good signing for the Jets. This is just the beginning. They're not done. They are going to add more to the receiver room. Great move by the Jets. I will say with Carl Lawson, not a lot of people are talking about this. That was he's the, arguably one of the best, if not the best, pass rusher on the market. And the Jets got him. The Jets needed a pass rusher. They haven't had one since John Abraham. Everybody's yeah, been talking about tough, this. man. And now you got him. He's going to do a lot of great things. He's here for the next three years. Oh, yeah, he's only 26 years old. It's Another just thing. Yeah, the same thing with Corey Davis. The Jets are making smart decisions um, with the age. They're not going for over-the-hill guys anymore. They're over 30-plus. Those are the contracts that get you in trouble in free agency. The Jets have made several mistakes doing that in the past as well, signing guys over the hill, and they eventually having to cut the contract up after two or three years because the guy just can't do it anymore. So it's good to see this measured approach. I agree with the thing you said that Connor Hughes brought up. The Jets aren't going to like just go out there and throw money around like crazy. They're waiting to find the right value deals. Uh, Carl Lawson is, to me, you kind of sold me on him also because – I looked at the numbers. I mean, five and a half sacks doesn't jump off the page of you, but I know the Bengals and their schemes, and it's the Bengals. So, I mean, of course, things can get better when he leaves. His first year, he had eight and a half sacks, but since then, he's only had around 11. So, it's been a big drop off. You told me there were some problems with Don Lapp and like Atkins potentially clocking up some space for him, I think you were saying. So, I'm looking forward to see what he can do with Quinn and Williams. It's a nice pairing. A lot of people think it's the best edge on the market, so I should be pretty happy about it. And like uh, you said, what yeah. happened? Any no, news? no, I'm just going to – no, I'm telling you, you're absolutely right with that. And the thing is, too, Carl Lawson also, like I told you, he didn't get a lot of sacks because Carlos Dunlap was the guy getting all the sacks. Mm -hmm. That was another thing. And he wasn't really as big in that defense and in that scheme. They didn't use him the right way. This time around with Robert Salah, he knows what he's getting with this guy. And trust me. You'll see it. What did what was the first Julian? Remember what I told you when you when you guys signed him? I said when he's sacking quarterbacks left and right, you're gonna love it. 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm really excited. I'm gonna we're gonna see. I trust the scheme fit. You know, Sal wants this guy. Gave him 15 million plus. So I know they didn't just do that for no reason. Obviously, he's gonna be well worth it. And like you said, it's been a huge gap for the Jets. I've been wanting someone to get double digits for so long. The last guy we had was Mo Wilkerson before he turned into shit after we paid him. That was the last guy to get double digits, I think. Leonard Williams came close but didn't get it. I don't think. And um. It's been a long struggle to find someone, and it's really hurt the Jets' defense. I mean, it's been a good unit, but they've never had that guy to put pressure on the quarterback as they should. And now with Quentin Williams, who also had a very good year last year, could he even get double-digit sacks? He, he's got that type of makeup to get it. He came pretty close last year. I know there was a few penalties and a few like really close calls that could have possibly gotten him double digits. He also missed a few games. So – Things are definitely looking up for the Jets' defensive line, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. It's a lot a of good things, of and it's just the beginning. It's just also, the beginning. Foley, Basham, and Phillips are also very underrated, too, and they're going to help continue to help the unit as well. So looking forward to see what they do. You know, we talked about Trey Hendrickson a lot. I think that would have been a decent move, but I'm happy with Carl Lawson. I think it ends up being better because Hendrickson could be a one-year wonder. We don't know yet. We have to see. The Bengals ends up getting him, and we end up getting Lawson, so – the domino effect was real with that one. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. A lot of good things the Jets have done early on. Not a lot of signings, but very good quality signings. And like I said, it's just beginning, scratching the surface with a lot more. So, you know what? I think it's time. Uh, you know what? I let you go first with the Jets. Now it's time for me to have some fun. Yeah, this so, is all you. All right. all right. So, free agencies started on Monday. As we know, legal tampering period. That's where the 90% of deals have happened, and they've happened a lot. So, it's been reported all offseason that the Patriots were going to be uncharacteristically aggressive. Bill Belichick was going to be uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically aggressive. And what did he do? He did just that. First hour of legal tampering period. Let's, talk, let's get into all this stuff. The Patriots signed Jonu Smith, the, arguably the best tight end on the free agent market. The best tight end on the free agent market goes to the New England Patriots. Everybody knew this was going to happen. It happened right away. Then what happens? Big Bill turned up yesterday. You're damn right he did, Christos. And I'm telling you this, man. <laughs> Let's look at all this. They bring back Cam Newton on a one-year deal. It was reported it was $14 million with incentives. Yes, it is. But his cap hit, it's only $5 mil. They sign Jonu Smith, four years, $50 mil. You know how much his cap space is, Jules? 6.8. They sign... Nelson Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar, they sign to a two-year, $26 million deal. I can tell you this. Everyone's scratching their heads saying, why'd they give him this much money? It's a one-year deal worth seven mil. That's it. And with the second year being an option. So that was just, it's a one-year. It's incentivized. Yeah, it's incentivized. Yeah. Patriots get Kendrick Bourne. And the Patriots, I might add, beat out the Jets to get Kendrick Bourne, I might add. Three years. Yeah, we were very in on him. Yep, you get three years, twenty-two million. He's still with the Patriots, and then the biggest one that I was excited about to start was Matthew Judon. I was not expecting this at all. Once I saw Matt Judon, I predicted him going to the Jets. Nope. Bill Belichick gives him the bag: four years, fifty-six million, thirty-two million guaranteed. And you ready for this, Jules? His cap hit six million dollars. That's it in 2021. And then wow. what else do we do? The Patriots t- yesterday start out the morning getting the second big fish, 
they go out and they get Hunter Henry. Are you kidding me? The Patriots now have the two best tight ends in the free agent market and two of the most versatile tight ends. Hunter Henry, everybody knew this. The writing was on the wall. Everybody knew, especially me, that the Patriots were going to get Hunter Henry. It's been inevitable. The writing's been on the wall for a very, very long time. Jonu Smith was always like, we'll see which one they get. It, it depends on who they want. They go out and flex up and get the both of them. What did they do? This offense now is going back to 2011, 2012 with the Gronk and Hernandez um, offense in the middle of the field. Cam Newton's favorite targets have always been tight ends, always. So this helps out Cam Newton. Not only did the Patriots do that, they also brought in Davin Gottschall from the Dolphins, which VJ, if you're still in here, I know that's still biting. I love that move. The Jet Patriots signed Henry Anderson, the Jets' old defensive lineman. Julian laughed at this. You want to know his cap hit, Jules? Two and a half mil. That's it. He signed well, for- Watch him turn it around, you guys, too. I'm laughing now, but he was just terrible for us after that first year. We paid another guy that we paid and just didn't pay. Can, can, can you tell me how much did you guys pay for him? If you remember? I want to say we paid three for 27. I think that sounds correct. To three me. for 27? Yeah, so that's outrageous for the production we got. And it's and thank God that he's finally off our books and we don't have to worry about them. Oh, yeah. And then I'm gonna I see tell- what it is right now, but I'm almost positive that was it. And I could tell you this right now. There's some news out of New England. They also got Trent Brown in a trade with the uh, uh, Raiders right. last two uh, last week, which started their free agency bidding, and he's on the team. Patriots did lose somebody today. I can say this: David Andrews will not be back. The Patriots signed Ted Karras, who was their uh, center last year, while David Andrews was out with blood clots in his throat. Uh, Ted Karras signed with the Dolphins last year. He comes back because he's going to be our starting center this year. David Andrews is on the move, and he will be leaving the Patriots. Not very happy with that move, I'll tell you this, but I will tell you, out of all these moves the Patriots have done, Julian, you ready? They still have twenty, have $30 million in cap space. Still. That's awesome. I can't believe that. That's great for you. You guys have gotten creative. Like you said, and we talked about off the air, this is going to hurt in later years, but they're going to adjust the cap. So you guys should be able to handle it. And my question to you, I think you already told me your favorite part of this so far is the double tight ends by far. Right. And then Julian oh, probably, Oh, he, let me tell I love it all. I love it all. Here's here's the thing. Trent Brown getting, was good too. Getting, oh yeah. Trent Brown was huge. When I, when they got Trent Brown, the one thing I thought of, I'm like, okay, this is huge. And the writing was on the wall for the offensive line. We all knew Joe Tooney wasn't coming back. And David Andrews was up in the air. I'll just tell you, I'm sorry, guys. I'm pissed off about David Andrews. I'm I really so like pissed him. about Tooney still, too, bro. Yeah. Like, I thought the Jets had him in the bag, and then the Chiefs and get those restructures, and then he ends up going there, just making that team even better. Mm-hmm. Such a great pickup for them, too. That was probably the best move in free agency. The Chiefs able to get Tooney after that shit show we saw in the Super Bowl and them not being able to block anyone. They still got to fix their tackles because they literally don't have any. But they, at least they made a start with the inside of the guard. And I'm pretty sure their center play is good too. So they just got to fix some tackle holes. Um, the Jets also lose out on um, who's the Lindsley from the Packers went to the Chargers. That was a big whiff for the Jets. And I don't know if you saw this. I thought this was very cockeyed. Apparently the Jets weren't even interested in Lindsley. They didn't even pick up the phone to call him. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm telling you, that's true. Um, I that's will crazy. tell you this. That is true. Um, the Jets literally they needed that help, and the fact that they and want to know why 
Look at the price he signed for. I think that's that why. is it too. But did they? But they should have at least called to see like what it was going to take. Like they just knew he was going to price himself out of what they wanted to pay. Like it's so bizarre. And I have another good question for you on the center market too. But I'm just curious what um, about what I just said. Do you just think the Jets? just knew the price was too much and they're just like, we're not even going to bother. I think that the jets had an inkling. They had a price and they felt that he wouldn't sign for that. That's why I feel like, um, okay. I think that the jets struck out with Joe Tooney. Absolutely. The thing is too, when the chiefs call Joe Tooney and he has a chance to go for a championship and play with Patty Mahomes, that's why. And when they threw $80 million his way, of course he was going to take it. But the Chiefs needed offensive linemen. They get a great guard who could play center and tackle, by the way. So a versatile lineman. And that's what they're paying for. Brother, they're paying Joe Tooney $80 million to play multiple positions on the offensive line. That's why he got that money. Yeah, he's going to be a guard, center, too. He can't do tackle. Could he do that also? Yes, he can. He can literally do every position? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, that explains it. Maybe they're going to plug him with the tackle end because they really need tackle help. So we'll have to see what they end up doing. Well, I know I could, you – go ahead. No, no, I could tell you this. Um, before we get back on it, this big news this morning that Trent Williams got the bag, the biggest deal in free agency, six years, $138 million extension with the 49ers. 50, Wait, really? Oh, you didn't know this? Yeah. No, what the heck? Trent Williams, signed, Trent Williams signed 430 this morning, bro. He said uh, – yeah, and they're getting Alex Mack, the 49ers. They're getting – 49ers what are flexing the, up. Uh, what, yeah. What? What? He's Trent Williams, six years, $138 million and $51.5 million guaranteed, the highest paid tackle in NFL history. And the Chiefs were in it at the end, and he chose the 49ers over the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow, now I see this. I don't know why I missed it. It took place at 4.30 in the morning, and I w- woke up to that news. Wow, that's insanity. So – I think that's a big mistake, though. That's not going to age well because he's already kind of old. I can't see that playing well over the next six years. I mean, to do it now and get him, sure, but I don't know what your thoughts are. Alex Mack's a great pickup for the 49ers. I love Alex Mack. He was the center for the Falcons when they should have won the Super Bowl, obviously, and he was fantastic for the Falcons and the Browns, one of the better centers in the league, I would say. So the 49ers are showing up their line. That's very good for them. And I'm going to ask you about another lineman, Rodney Hudson from the Raiders. This was a surprise cut for a lot of people. We've talked a lot about this. Do you think the Jets are going to make an aggressive push for him soon? Well, I can tell you this. His market is robust. I'll tell you that. Rodney Hudson getting cut. The Raiders are foolish for that. The Raiders let go of their entire offensive line, for God's sake. And Rodney Hudson is known around the league as the best center in football. And this is true. He so is. Give him the bat. So get he him then. He is the best center in football. The one thing I thought, I thought the Patriots would flex up and get him. We're not interested. Uh, we're going to use money elsewhere, as you say. But the oh, one we thing. We want to keep McGovern at center. We don't want him to be a guard. I, I mean, I think that I honestly, if, if I'm. They could cut McGovern too, can't they? Can? Yes. Yes, you can. And I think the thing with well, the actually, Jets. Actually, no, it's Van Rotten and Lewis. I think they're more cuttable. I, I think that the Jets lose out on Tooney. They don't even make a play. For Corey uh, Lindsley, why not make a splash and go out and get Rodney Hudson and make and, him be the anchor? And yeah, man, the same why not? thing as you guys did, how Osemele didn't work out, maybe it will work out with Hudson, and Hudson could be a guy who could be like, um, what's that guy's name you guys had first? He went to the Titans. What's his name? 
What was oh, his? Kevin Mawai. Mawai, he could be something like that. And then Nick Mangold obviously comes to mind. But Rodney, yeah, the I just realized you're right about the Raiders. They cut Gabe Jackson. They trade Trent Williams. No, not Trent Williams, Trent Brown. And then they let Rodney Hudson go. What is going on in Vegas? You need a lie to protect Carr. Do they not? What are they doing out there? I don't know. I guess they're trying to make a splash move. I mean, they signed Ngakwe. Well, okay. Well, I could tell you this right now. Uh, Mike Mayock and John Gruden have struck out horribly. They've been cod with their uh, free agency moves <laughs> since they've yeah, been together. It has not been good. Except Ngakwe. He's been the only uh Ningakwa, Yannick has been good. Trent Brown was not happy. He hated it there. The, I'm not even going to get into the to- Antonio Brown debacle. Um, yeah, it's just whole. the Raiders just had no luck with free agency. And they law and well, they did sign someone today. They signed John Brown for one year, five and a half million. He replaces Nelson Aguilar, who they tried to get back a lot, but the Patriots gave him something they couldn't refuse. So I will tell you the Raiders have made a lot of foolish moves. Um, their drafting has been very good, but the free agency decisions by Mike Mayock, the general manager, has been really, really head scratching. And the fact that Derek Carr, your pri- the franchise, now has to work behind the lo- uh, offensive line that's new, this is a problem. He had the best off, arguably one of the best offensive lines of football. Um, Trent Brown is one of the best tackles in football. Julian, I don't think you know this. Trent Brown and Makai Becton are the same size. They're Damn, huge. Crazy. So, and Rodney Hudson in the middle of the line was the guy uh, calling out the line dis- uh, um, personnel and everything like that. And he was really, really good for them. And the fact that he's not there anymore, this is going to be a problem for Vegas. And listen, you know what? It's not an attractive landing spot for a lot of free agents. And you see it. It's not anymore. It's not attractive. And that's the thing, too, and I want to talk into that. Um, going back to landing spots, Jules, you heard the narrative, right? Remember when Matthew Stafford goes, no one wants to play for the Patriots? How yeah. stupid does he sound right now? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't sound too smart with that. I know the Patriots are doing something we're not used to seeing them do, spending a little more in certain contracts and actually having to offer more money to get the guys to come. They used to take discounts to play with Tommy Boy, but, you know, it's a little changing in the guard, but you guys did what you had to do. You're filling a lot of holes. Um, the wide receiver market, I think we should talk about. We've discussed it briefly. I think it's worth my Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, yeah. So, let's out of the wide receivers, Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller, Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith-Schuster. Which of the big four do you think signs first, and where do you have them going? Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel, and it's a toss-up, I think, between the Patriots, Jets, and Washington. Um, Washington would be interesting, actually. I didn't think Washington's been making scary Terry would be pretty good together. Washington's been making some scary good signings. Yes, uh, might add Sanders going to the Bills is pretty good for them too. Uh, I don't like that move at all for us. They get John. Yeah, no, they 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 release John Brown. They get Emmanuel Sanders, and that, in my opinion, Emmanuel Sanders is older, but that is a complete upgrade. I will tell you that in that regard. 
but the wide receiver market's been really, really slow. Christos Galladay to the Ravens sounds intriguing, but the Ravens have made it clear that they're not going to go out and spend big or get a big free. I just don't get like, do they not have the cap space to do it? I mean, I'm assuming they, they, that's what the problem is. They, they need a wide receiver desperately. They don't, they have, don't have them. They don't have the money and they just don't feel like they want to do that. And I think they feel like in the draft, this draft, no one's talking about this. This draft class of wide receivers is stacked. So in every round, there's you could get a stud wide receiver in the second, third, fourth round. So that's why you're seeing teams not pay for wide receivers. And the thing is, I could tell you about Galladay. Kenny Galladay. Galladay season. It, yeah, everyone. And he <laughs> honestly, I think the Giants are foolish that they haven't signed him yet because the right they, they both have a mutual interest. A lot of the Giants insiders from last night and this morning saying it's unlikely. I still think it's likely. Really? I think, so yeah. They're saying that I th- are they saying it's too much of a price? Well, they don't have cap space. Not, no, no, it's not the price. The, that's not the problem. The Giants don't care about that. The Giants are will spend the money. They'll figure it out. Well, the, the problem issue? is nobody's talking about this and looking into it. I understand now. Kenny Galladay's hip is a problem. Apparently, his hip is giving him issues, and that's okay. why teams aren't giving him time. the money yet. And did he miss time last year? He only played five games. Oh, that him. is a big issue. Yeah. I understand now. Okay, I so, get it. And are the other receivers waiting for Galladay to set the market? Kind of like how baseball, you wait for the top player to set the market. Th- here's, like- here's what I think. I think with Juju Smith-Schuster, a lot of teams don't want to sign him. A lot of players, he, he's rubs people the wrong way, the way he's been, uh, his attitude was. But listen, I'm going to tell you, I think Juju is a great talent. A lot of knock on him that he, uh, you know, hasn't put up as a number one receiver since Antonio Brown left. Yeah, when you get doubled every time, yeah, it's going to be tough. But I think he's been tremendous. I really have. I think whoever gets him after the catch. Yeah, I think he's whoever gets him is getting a stud, and he's only twenty four years old for crying out loud. So uh, I will tell you this: Will Fuller. The problem with Will Fuller, whoever signs him, he's suspended for the first game of the year, so you're only getting him fifteen games. Oh, he's still I'm suspended. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. 17 games because there's going to be a 17-game season. I'm sorry. So, here's so weird, the, too. Yeah. So here's the thing. Yes, he's still suspended for his PEDs last year. It goes into this year just for one game. So I can tell you all this. Uh, Will Fuller, I think, you know what, his market's going to fall into place. Um, I think the Jets are still in on him. I think he's a guy who could really help them out tremendously. I don't count out, and I'm sorry, guys, I'm not trying to sound like a homer. I don't count out the Patriots trying to bring him in. I could see that happening too. But also, um, I think no, I, that's a real thing. Like, I saw it too. What, Will Fuller to Patriots? Yeah, it's a legitimate thing. I, I know they have interests. I've heard that a little bit also. Um, yeah, yeah, I Jets, have. Um, I'll tell know. you, we'll I'll tell you this though, but yeah, just it's crazy what's what's going on in the receiver market it's gonna fall into place within the next couple maybe day or two i think i think maybe tonight you're gonna see a lot more remember today at four o'clock everything becomes official so a lot more moves could happen right and we can still have an anthony Barr situation in the next three and a half hours yeah yeah they have. You could and have. I will that. never stop making fun of that loser because he's just a terrible. He's what, Julian? Could you correct me if I'm wrong? Would you guys give him like five years, seventy or so? What was it? Oh, man, I gotta look. It was a nice contract to turn down, though. Anthony Barr. Like, I don't want to harp on this. It's just so terrible, and it's just like he's not the only one to do it. Who's the other person that did it? Who's done it like that? Uh, it would I mean, have been like five for seventy-five. They were saying he. It was. It was like, oh my god! Like, how do you turn that down? Oh, whatever. 
Yeah, it and was then, like five for sixty-seven. Holy shit! And then that's the same year you guys you guys would have had Mosley and Barr. That's crazy. But trust me, Barr is not the player that Carl Lawson is. And you're getting him at a discount. Yeah, you know it is what it is. It's just uh, one of those situations. I know it's happened with other players besides him. I'm not, not going to go back and look at it, but it's just one of those things. So I think that um, what wide receiver is going to go? I think maybe Curtis Samuel goes before the other guys. No, I agree. Go. Curtis Samuel is going to be the is, first receiver to sign. I think. So do you think we finally get movement today in the wide receiver market tomorrow? What are you thinking? I'm thinking, like I said, I think it's going to fall into place. Probably by the end of the day today, probably tomorrow, I think you're going to see a lot of um, receivers go. There's still a lot on the market. Listen, no one's talking about this. No one's talking about A.J. Green. A.J. Green could sign a one-year deal for chump change and give yeah. you some production. And Nobody's talking about this guy. I know. I was going to bring him up before. I didn't mean to leave him out, but he's just – he's not in that elite group anymore. That no, he's, he's – no, no, no. He – and he knows – listen – Listen, A.J. Green is not what he used to be, and nobody's going to pay him to be the guy he used to be, but he could still stretch the field and be a guy that get, is a good possession I'm receiver. I'm telling you, the Ravens need, will sign A.J. Green. He's familiar with the division. It's a classic Ravens move to get that old veteran receiver. That's a good possession guy. He can't stretch it how he used to, stretch the field how he used to exactly, but it's still a really good – it would be a great addition for Lamar Jackson, have a nice safety blanket, a great route runner, obviously. And I think that's a home run move for the Ravens because you said they don't want to break the bank. A.J. Green might only command around $10 million or so at this point. Although Aguilar getting 12 or 13, he might want something close, similar to that too. Well, well, here's the thing with Aguilar. Aguilar's deal is not for like 13, uh, 13 mil a year. It's that, that's incentives. Right, his you told his me. cap hit per year is only seven. It's yeah. only it technically with the incentives he's getting, he's basically signed. It's a one year, $7 million deal. And the Patriots can get out of it next year if he doesn't produce, but what the Patriots will most likely do, because his cap hit next year is 15 million. The Patriots are going to really, um, if he puts up a, sh puts on a show and does really well, they'll sign him to an extension, lowest cap. Hit. It's, it's a typical Belichick move. Yeah. So classic. You're right. And they're, they're so savvy with that stuff. I think AJ Green can understand the Lays contract as well. Maybe like I said, Baltimore is a great fit. How about the Packers for AJ Green? That's an interesting one. I don't know how much money they have, but the that could be no, nice listen, the Packers fit. find a way to get money. Uh, Zadaria Smith, uh, the law firm, you know what? The law firm of Smith and Smith, did the <laughs> Packers a favor. They, they, oh, they restructured they? their contracts. Yeah. I just found out before Zadaria Smith's restructure helped the Packers re-sign Aaron Jones. That was the oh, reason. Wow. They yeah. So, I mean, with a receiver, they need one. I don't know. They If they're not going to draft one for crying out loud, I think they need – A.J. Green would be perfect. Um, or, in my opinion, you know who I really think would be really good for the Packers, Jules? Curtis Samuel would be perfect for them. Yeah, I don't know if they want to play in that pool and pay him what it's going to take, but he would be a very nice fit. They need some help for Devontae. That's the theme right. here. Robert Tanyan will most likely will be back. We Robert, about Tanyan, Robert Tanyan was, was given a second-round restricted free agent tender, which for those of you watching who don't know what that is, um, the, the second-round free agent tender, when you're a restricted free agent, you could sign an offer sheet with a team, but the Packers have that choice and opportunity to match it. And the Packers are paying him right now just $4 million. So I'll give you an example. The Jets want need a tight end, right? They lose out on Hunter Henry. They didn't even attempt John Smith, as I think they should have, by the way. They need a tight end. Why not? 
Why not sign Robert Tanya? Give for example, yeah. two, two, sign him a two year. Uh, you know what? Give him a little bit more. Give him five million a year. Two years, ten million dollars. Packers don't want to pay that. Okay, they don't have the money. They don't want to pay. It. So the Jets get Robert Tanyan, but the Jets have to give up their second round pick. And that's the thing. So with the tender, you can get the player, but you're going to have to give up some draft capital. So with that, I, in my personal opinion, for a second round tender for Robert Tanyan, for what he's done in the red zone with the Packers, I, I think he's worth it. I'll be honest. If the Patriots did not get Hunter Henry and John U. Smith, I would have told, I would have vi- valued the Patriots getting him. I'll be honest. Yeah, I know the Jets offense, new their new scheme, is very reliant on the tight end. And I do like Hearns on still, and I think there's a lot better football on him. And now he's escaped Adam Gase, things can only go up. Hopefully he gets better quarterback play too, but that's a discussion we'll get to later. Absolutely. Kyle Everett is on the market, and yes, Kyle yes. Rudolph are very affordable free agents for the Jets if they want to pair him with someone. If they want to try to go big game hunting, I'm going to ask you about Zach Ertz. We've talked about him for weeks, I feel like. Well, you're not going to like what I have to tell you about Zach Ertz, by the way. (laughs) Well, okay. I'm going to say I'll just lead up to it a little more, and I'll let you go. The um, situation's been festering for a few weeks. You know, it kind of was inevitable once Carson Wentz was gone. Ertz was going to be the next one to go. Now they're saying the Eagles have tried to trade him. hasn't worked out yet. Now they're giving him permission to seek a trade, which I'm kind of confused with because why don't they try to trade him anyway? Doesn't he want that? So, like, why are they giving him permission now? Like, I just don't get it. And then there's the um, situation with their cap, which is absolutely in hell right now. They are well over the cap, and they have to pay the dead cap in for Carson Wentz. So you could break my heart about Ertz now. Well, here's the thing with Zach Ertz. It was inevitable he was not going to be with the Eagles in 2021. Uh, when they drafted Dallas Goddard, in my opinion, I so I under, I was like, ooh, double tight end say. No, that's not the case. And they feel Dallas Goddard is the guy to replace Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is getting right. older. He wants to get paid, and they don't have the money, nor do they want to pay Zach Ertz. Why, why don't they want to pay him? That's besides me. I think he's worth the money. But here's the thing I could tell you. There's one team in the mix for a tight end, and it's going to happen. It's the Bills. The Bills. Oh no! Come on, Bills. brother, you can't be serious. I'm not kidding, bro. I'm oh, pissed. Jesus I'm pissed man. about this too. No, come on. Now. Zach Ertz to the Bills is a very strong what? possibility. What about Indy? Why don't they get him? What, I haven't heard anything about Indy, but the Bills are very aggressive for uh, Zach Ertz. What would it be like a third rounder for him? If that, uh, I'm gonna go with a third rounder. Yeah, but but the Eagles going back <laughs> to that. Um, they were mulling – the organization was mulling to trade him or just to release him, but they felt like they should get something for him. So I get it. I, I get but the thing too. is with Zach Ertz, he goes to the Bills. Not only are you and I going to be pissed off, but giving Josh Allen a legitimate tight end because I'm not knocking um, Dawson Knox and definitely not knock, knocking our buddy Tommy Sweeney, by the way, who – we're wishing not. well and hope he plays this year. Not knocking them at all, but if you get Zach Ertz to that tight end room and you add that to Diggs, to Cole Beasley, and now Emmanuel Sanders, Jesus Christ, really? Come on. Yeah, man, that would be tough. You have The Bills have four wide right now already as we speak. They have Stephon Diggs. They have um, Gate, Cole they, Beasley. Cole Beasley. Why am I drawing a blank on the rookie? Emmanuel Steve, Sanders. They have Emmanuel Sanders, and they have who's – the, who's the rookie from um, UCF? Gabe, uh, the rookie Gabe from oh, something, yeah. Gabe Davis, yeah. 
yeah, I don't know why I was drawing a blank on his name, but that's a nice four. Um, it's just that's tough to compete with. You add if you give them Zach Ertz, like Jesus, what else do you need out there? I guess a running game, which they don't have, because that's an issue. What are they going to do with the running back position? Uh, I could see them being in the draft. Listen, the draft is rich with running backs this year, and a name. And I'm just telling you this, Jewel, brother. If the Bills get Javante Williams out of UNC, we're in trouble. The both of us oh, are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I've and heard about him. Here's here's the thing too with the Bills, they don't have that much money. They and listen, the needs that they had, they re-signed their players. That's all they needed to do. Same with the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, yes. and we'll get into them. All they did was re-sign their guys and bring the band back together. The only guys they're missing is Antonio Brown and the Dominican Sue. That's it, and I think those are going to get done, by the way. But the thing is, the Bills re-signed their offensive line. They brought back some guys on defense. Matt Milano was huge going back. Everyone thought he was going to get a free, a huge deal in free agency. Well, he stays with Buffalo four years, 44 mil. And Buffalo, they didn't need to do much. They have everything they need. It just sucks. And especially you get you let the Bills get Emmanuel Sanders at chump for chump change. Come on, you give the you give Josh Allen another bl- uh, security blanket. Emmanuel Sanders, I don't care how old he is, the guy runs routes better than anyone I've seen in a while. So the thing is with this, Julian, our defenses better be prepared to play them. I'm being it's going to be annoying. Trust me. The only weakness yeah. of the Bills is. Josh with Josh Allen, he took a step, but if he goes back to the way he is, that's a weakness. But that run game of the Bills is is horrible. It's it's disgusting. It's, it's absolutely terrible. They don't have anyone to set the tone. It's, Singletary was disappointing. Moss was injured a little bit. I mean, can they step up a little bit next year? Yeah, they could. We'll see. But they need a lead by still, and they don't have that. So will they go to the drafts? Will they try to get someone on the low? Jamal Williams signed. What what team did Jamal Williams sign with? Jamal Williams signed with the Lions. The Lions have been making right. some sneaky good deals. Yeah. Jamal Williams only signed for two years, seven and a half mil. He's he's not getting yeah, we, that much. We could have done that. I mean, I don't know what the Jets' plan is. I'm actually – I'm going to be honest with you. The Patriots are in the market for a top running back. I wanted Jamal Williams because he could not only run the ball effectively but catch it. And I could tell you this, Jules, the Patriots aren't going to bring back James White as it's being reported. I'm not happy with that. So uh, I go down to Tampa, isn't he? He's probably shipping down here to the Pirateville. So, He's uh, going to join Brady and the boys and give, give them more. I don't need. We talked about Fournette possibly going to Seattle. I think he's done with the Bucs unless you know something I don't. But Yeah, it's. I, I will tell you this. Here's what I want to tell you right now, Jules. Um, with David Andrews, don't be surprised if the Jets make a run at him for center. And if okay. that's the case, I'm going to be pissed. I think you'll love that. Okay, yeah, why not? I'm all well, for it. I really yo, the want pay- the Raiders guy, though, more, I think. Well, here's why I could tell you right now. Uh, the Patriots contracts, everybody, they're signing. Man, these are low. Nobody even broke $10 million in cap this year. That's crazy. Patriot, here's one thing. The Patriots signed to detackle Carl Davis for $1 million, and his cap hit is 990 Oh, my God. Bill Belichick's a wizard, bro. Yeah, he, he really is. He's working those cap tricks. He's trying to get you guys as much ammunition as you need. You know, we'll still see what you do at quarterback if Newton's going to be back. He is, but I meant in starting, obviously, will you draft someone? Uh, the free agent market is getting dry for quarterbacks. There really isn't any out there. And um, the two that were out there signed already, Dalton is with the Bears. Which is uh, just... I got some news for you right now. Go ahead. About Deshaun Watson. What happened? 
uh, Mike Silver, who's an insider on NFL Network, he said the Jets are going to poke around, but you guys aren't taking them. You guys will see what it's about. But he said you guys like it's and it is. I'm telling you this. This is true. I don't know if you heard this. He does not want to go to New York. He said he 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 wants to go to either San Fran or Denver. Why Denver? I don't understand Denver. But I like, don't understand I either. The 49ers, but, but uh, Mike Silver said. He said the Jets getting Zach Wilson is basically done. It's a done deal. This is on Twitter. Where did you see all this? U Stadium has it right now. Actually, he just said it. He just said it on the TV. I just haven't looked on it. I have it muted. Yeah, I hear you, bro. But um, <laughs> what was it? Um, I will tell you is a lot of stuff with free agency. This is it's oh, crazy. My God, that's a big blow. Are you serious? Damn it, this sucks. I don't want. Oh, that's some terrible news. I still want Watson more than anything. I mean, Zach Wilson, yeah, I'm happy. Oh, I see it. I see it now. Damn, that's crazy. That's big. Damn, that tweet's going off too. Holy crap. But um, that's a bit – yeah, we'll see, man. You know, okay, so we get Zach, which I'm, I'm in favor of too. I get it. Keep the draft picks. I think the problem is – the Jets set the tone for this, unfortunately. I think Connor Hughes had tweeted this as well, and I think we discussed this. Once they whipped on the linemen, it kind of made it tough to see them getting Watson because there's still no line to protect him, and they have so many holes to fill. If they trade all those picks, they don't have enough ways to fill the holes right now, unfortunately, right. even with the cap space because the linemen and free agency are kind of falling off the board. Could we grab one of those centers you talked about? Yes, that would help. But the Jets still need help on the interior. They're looking, they need guard help desperately. That's their weakest spot, I would say. And the centers, McGovern's been up and down, but overall he's, he won't kill you. So I, I, we got to see what happens. And if they get the center, like I said before, they can move him to guard and make that a little bit better. But if we do Zach Wilson, I'll be happy. Um, we'll talk about Sam Darnold now. So the Washington football team, my first reaction was as soon as they signed Fitzpatrick, they're not getting Darnold. Some people tried to talk me off the ledge and said that wasn't true, but then it got confirmed the next day basically that that's true. The Redskins, Washington football team out on Sam Darnold most likely. Now, do you think there's any way that can change? And honestly, who's even left for Sam Darnold at this point? The Saints have filled up their quarterback with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. They're not going to go for a third guy now. So, Things are getting murky. Like, yeah, we want Zach Wilson. And if that's being telegraphed, it makes our situation even worse. Like, what are they going to do? Well, here's the thing with Sam Darnold. And it's been reported a lot within the past few days. Like, what's going on with Sam Darnold? A lot of scouts in the NFC think he sucks. Somebody said he sucks. <laughs> that, that was that's their not great. <laughs> here's the thing with Sam Darnold. I still think Washington will, will sniff around the uh, Sam Darnold market, see what's going on. I, I, I'm going to tell you this. Somebody's going to want to take him. Somebody will. I could yeah, see. We'll see. Uh, here's the thing with Fitzpatrick and Sam Darnold, maybe they bring him in and there's a competition. I don't know. I there's mean, Heineke like, too, though. And they really yeah, like they him have, also. That That's the thing too. They do have Heineke. Um, I'm looking at this. Maybe if San Fran doesn't go after Deshaun Watson, whatever's going on with that, uh, maybe they try to get back in it. But I do think that Sam Darnold, um, I will say there's a real possibility 
that Sam Darnold's the backup quarterback for the Jets, and you guys still have Zach Wilson. Oh, my God. That would be absolutely terrible. That just can't happen because then he'll have no value. You got to do this soon. Like, just even if it's only a second, just do it. Like, you can't. I honestly honestly think the Jets should have just looking at it now. You guys should have just. They waited too long. Why did they wait so long? Because now uh, the teams are getting filled. And then another big story is that the. Um, the Seahawks aren't going to trade Russell Wilson. Apparently, the yes. Bears tried to give him a good offer. Oh yeah, you did you hear what? It. Let me let me tell oh, you. You this. know the offer? I'm actually yes. very curious. Yes, and you ready for this? What was it? Three first round picks, a third okay. round pick. Apparently, Khalil Mack was in the deal, and somebody we else talked about it, this, and they said no. That's literally what we suggested. I said yeah. like two firsts, like Khalil Mack, and like no, another. Pick. They offered three firsts. Jesus, and why? I don't. Okay, well, I guess he's not going anywhere because they're not going to get a better deal than that. So I guess that Russell Wilson. Want to know why the deal couldn't get done? Because the Bears couldn't give a, the Seahawks a way to figure out their quarterback situation. That's a great point, brother. That's so true. Because like the Bears don't have anyone to give them. Like, like I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example with this. If they had Mitch Trubisky on the roster, maybe, and I, I, this is crazy, maybe they would have taken a flyer and brought him in and maybe had him because Russell, uh, Mitch Trubisky, the offense they run in um, Seattle is something Mitch Trubisky can do. But I think here's the thing the Bears are, were not, here's the, the Seahawks were not going to take Nick freaking Foles for God's sake. It's no, no, no. What so the Bears gonna do with him? That's another situation. Yeah, that, gonna, uh, they're going to trade him. They're going to try to trade him because they look at the, the the Bears are are foolish. And everybody <laughs> talked on Get Up this morning how stupid the Bears are. They've put themselves in so many bad holes. And signing Andy Dalton to a one year, ten million dollar deal with it, I mean, okay, why? I guess, but I, like it doesn't do much. I mean, he's a. I think they're looking at him as a it, solid backup plan. To, does like, this make Allen Robinson want to stay? No, this makes him want to no. get the hell out even quicker <laughs> that's another story that's worth monitoring and he actually would have been the highest paid receiver if he wasn't franchise tagged if he, if he was if he was on the open market he would have been the first one signed right away yeah someone would have paid top dollar for him no questions asked he, he's definitely the best out of everyone and that's going to be a saga in itself it looks like also so the bears are quarterback what are they going to do they're going to draft someone mitch is obviously out the door that's clear well, well, I'll tell you. Well, too. I'll tell you this in terms of Mitch. Trubisky, in terms of Mitch Trubisky, he said he wants to go to an uh, an offense that runs like the RPOs and all that. He doesn't want to stand. He wants to be a guy like that. He wants That's to go what to he an does, offense. Yeah. So I think with Mitch Trubisky, listen, he showed some flashes, but we've we've seen really bad from him. Somebody will pick him up. I'll tell you that. Somebody will. Somebody's gonna get him. Absolutely, brother. What was your next question? My question was about the quarterbacks. Like, what will the Bears end up doing? Are they going to go to the draft? Because they're not – they can't be content with Dalton and Nick Foles. As Booger McFarlane said, the Bears might as well just hand in – the coach and the GM might as well hand in the resonation letters if they start the season with Nick Foles as their starting quarterback. Check out A-Style Clothing for your favorite player hats. They have Aaron Judge, Garrett Cole, Glaber Torres, among several others. Check the promo code in our podcast link for a discounted rate. What's up, GNT Nation? Have you subscribed to our YouTube channel yet? Subscribe to us at Grunt Talks MLB. Once again, that's Grunt Talks MLB. You could also catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now back to the show. We hope you're enjoying the show so far. Follow us on Instagram at Grunt Talks Team. Twitter, Grunt Talks MLB, and Grunt Talks NFL. Again, Instagram, Grunt Talks Team. 
Twitter, Grunt Talks MLB, and Grunt Talks NFL. Now back to the show. Yeah, so listen, and Christos right here, you have a spot on, bro. Bears are beyond desperate. Yes, they are. Listen, the Bears need to figure this out. They need to draft a quarterback. Um, I think they will. I really do. I think they're going to invest their first-round pick in a quarterback. They have to. I mean, come on. They got it. And here's the thing. They franchised Allen Robinson, who is not going to sign his free agent. <laughs> his franchise tag, this is going to get ugly. But in a way, to get your star wide receiver to stay, why not go out and get – I get it. They were aggressive for Russell Wilson, and it failed. I understand. At least you took a shot. But Andy Dalton's not going to get you there. Why not take the route of of draft and get a guy like Trey Lance, who, by the way, I want the Patriots to get. And by the way, going back to the Patriots real quick, the Patriots – I'll tell you after this. You're, I'm, I'm ready for you to flip that table you're sitting on right now after I tell you this news. But uh, oh, I will God. tell you, um, yeah, the Bears are just foolish. I think yeah, that they, everyone talked about them trading up second overall to get Mitch Trubisky, and they didn't get Patty Mahomes, and they didn't get Deshaun Watson. It's just foolishness. It's disgusting. It's idiotic. It's moronic. Ryan Pace shouldn't even have a goddamn job right now, and Matt Nagy, don't even get me started with him because he's not a head coach. (laughs) Also, I'm going to say another thing that bodes terribly for the Bears. If that offer couldn't work for Russell Wilson, there's no way they would have enough to get Watson. No, no, no. I don't even think they're going to even attempt to try no, to get Watson. Do you think Watson actually is going to be a Bronco? Because I don't think the 49ers have enough assets to give. All right. Well, I'm going to. All right. You know what? I'm gonna what's the news? Right. You can. How am I going to flip the table? Uh, apparently, the Patriots are making a run at, at Deshaun Watson. And the moves that they're making are for a quarterback of his liking. Hence, hence now saying it happened because Patriots insider Jeff Howe who worked, who writes for the athletic, he's the one stirring all this up saying, listen, you know what? The Patriot don't count this out because this might be in the plans. Nick Casario is doing some weird things down there in Houston. So what, what he's doing. And I will tell you this though. Um, the Patriots are doing things. They're being aggressive for a quarterback who's young, not Cam Newton for the foreseeable future. If you noticed and a lot, I, at first I didn't look too much into it. And then looking at it now, Cam Newton. Yeah. He's going to be 33 years old next year. The Patriots moves right now. All these guys they signed are young. They're young guys. And right. here's the thing. The Patriots are either going to draft a quarterback and move up by the way, or they're going to go out and try to trade for somebody. And the thing with Deshaun Watson, we don't have what they want, but here's the thing. I, I think Bill Belichick can swindle his way to get Deshaun. Why? I, I, I don't know why. It's for years, like um, years and years to come. You're going to have to go multiple first rounders. I don't know what players you have that could entice them. Maybe someone on the defense. I will but... say this. If there's a chance we could get Deshaun Watson, and I hate this, and you know how much I love him, I would trade Stephon Gilmore. Do you think the Texans would even want him, though? Because, like, he. Stephon the... Gilmore? Yes, I'll tell you why, as crazy as that sounds. Because the Texans are in a terrible spot. By the time he's by the time they're ready to win, he's not even gonna be in his prime anymore. I mean, yeah, he'll help them get better, but the Texans suck. Like, what does he really do for him? He helps he could still play at a high level. 
I, he's on the trade block right now, and I hate that. I don't think he gets traded. Um, no, I know. You get also, what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm not no, saying no, he's no, not no. good, but, I, like, how does he really move the needle for it? Brother, brother, I agree 100%. 100%, I agree. But I also think that Bill Belichick can give Nick Cazario players who Nick Cazario likes. Nick you got to give him some young guys. You got to give yeah, him some Nick young Cazario guys. was the Patriots pl- uh, director of player personnel right. for the last 15 no, years. That's, that's a good point. That's why I'm telling you, I joked about this. Bill Belichick's master plan all along: let the, let Nick Cazario go to uh, Houston and try to fix things and give us the. <laughs> what better way to say thank you to the Patriots than give us Deshaun Watson? Do I think it happens? No, I don't. But I think it's interesting that uh, Jeff Howe brought that up because he's saying it's not far fetched. But uh, yeah, I will tell you this, Jules: if Deshaun Watson goes to the Patriots. Hypothetically speaking, how pissed off will you be? I actually would flip this table. That would be terrible because then we'd have him in our division. We don't get him. You guys get him. Oh, that would be a disaster. I'm pissed at Jets. I don't think, you know what? The writing's been on the wall, though. It doesn't seem like the Jets want to give up the picks. It sucks, but I guess I have to accept reality. He's probably not coming here. And do you, so where do we think he ends up? What is this? And Panthers, Broncos. I'm going to go with, I'm going to, he's, I, I'm going to go with, here's, here's a domino effect, too. I think he goes to San Fran. I think they really like him. I think they could give up a lot that he likes. And I think that Jimmy Garoppolo comes back to the Patriots. That's another. Wow. That would be crazy. And then you'd have Cam and Garoppolo. Do you think New England would be willing to hold the clipboard, though? Does he expect that to be a possibility when he resigns, or did he think he was going to start? Well, you do. Well, you do know this, right? I I honestly, I think that Cam Newton's the starter right now. Of course. Um, We signed. Here's the thing the Patriots can cut him, too, and his dead cap won't be a, a thing. So they could cut him. And I think if they bring in Garoppolo, they're going to have a competition. And knowing Bill Belichick, he'll probably – Bill Belichick likes Cam Newton. I think the things he's done, he's added these pieces to help Cam Newton. But if there's a chance to get Jimmy Garoppolo again, I think he's going to take advantage of it. He signed Cam Newton because Jimmy Garoppolo, they said they wouldn't trade him. That's why they did it. If they were, If Jimmy Garoppolo was available via trade right now, it would have happened already. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And the only reason they're not doing it is because what you said, the Watson domino effect. He's holding Some, everything up. The Deshaun yeah. Watson thing and the Russell Wilson situation, that's holding up every a lot of things in football right now. Yeah, although it doesn't look like Wilson's going to get resolved. Watson will eventually. Who knows when? No, no. What, uh, here's the thing, though. Um, insider... Uh, John McCain for the Texans, he did say he's like, he will be traded at some point. It's going to happen. No, it will. And I want it to be for the Jets. I don't think it's going to happen now, unfortunately, but we're going to have to see what happens with that. And the Texans also made a move that kind of signals they're finally ready with Tyrod Taylor. What do we say about Tyrod Taylor? He's the perfect bridge quarterback when you're going to draft someone else. You let him play for a few games and you pull him and you let the rookie start. Seems like the Texans are getting ready to do that. We've seen this so many times with Tyrod already. It's going to happen again. I almost feel bad for the guy, honestly. He's literally just a bridge. Where every place he goes, he ends up being the bridge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it's gonna happen again. It's inevitable. You, do, you, you do. Last year, the Chargers. I mean, he's getting his and, money though, so good for him. Oh, it's it's uh, it's literally um. Remember um, what's that guy's name? Uh, Flynn, Matt Flynn. Remember him? He he just yeah. collected three paychecks from three different organizations. That's what Tyrod Taylor is doing. Tyrod Taylor is a baller. He could play. And listen, last year with the Chargers, if that if that doctor wasn't a moron and puncture his lung. He would he would have started probably the whole year. 
That's Justin crazy. Herbert. Justin Herbert may not even came in. That would have been wild. So, yeah. So, the thing is with the Texans and Tyrod Taylor, I think that, you know what? Listen, Deshaun Watson gets traded. They have Tyrod Taylor to be the starter, but they are going to draft a quarterback. They'll get one for the organization. So, a lot of things in Houston looking up. In my opinion, I get it. You don't want to trade your franchise quarterback, but look, look what you could get for him. You could get three first-round picks. You could you could right the wrong that Bill O'Brien did. Go out and go get another quarterback. Go out and go get another star wide receiver. I'm telling you, you like the Texans can clear this up just by making one move. Trading Deshaun Watson. Yeah, the only. I think it's beneficial for both out. parties involved. I oh, do. The Texans have to do it. It makes no. It makes no sense to keep him at this point. Then I mean, he he's obviously still good, and they could win with him because he's only twenty five. But the thing is, he allows you to fix all those holes you were talking about. This team is full of holes. They don't have draft picks. They don't have cap space. They're an absolute mess right now. They lost JJ Watt. It's already a changing the guard in that perspective. He was huge for them. Obviously, the franchise leader the best defensive player they've ever had, bar none. So that's going to be a big culture change for them to not have J.J. Watt there anymore. If Watson leaves, then it's going to be – well, when he leaves, it's going to be even bigger. Will Fuller's probably not going to be back either. I highly doubt he's going no, back he's not there. Going. So that's going to be another issue for them. And I want to go over – we didn't do the one guy. Gerard Davis, I want to say some numbers quick. I forgot to bring him up before. We did, but I just want to say what he's done a little bit. So we had 46 tackles last year, only a half a sack. Didn't have any pass breakups. His best year was in 2018 when he had 100 tackles and six sacks. But since then, he's, he's really struggled. He also had a forced fumble and five pass breakups. But you also told me about him, too, that you think that he was a bad fit with Detroit and that they can get more out of him with Salah. Also, C.J. Mosley's name has come up in trade rumors, and you even mentioned to me Quan Alexander for the Jets. Yeah, Quan Alexander being released from the uh, Saints after they traded for him last year with the 49ers. He's a great player. He's a middle linebacker. He could do many things for you. I don't think he's going to come at an uh, expensive rate. I think you could get him cheap. And he's a guy in the middle of the field who could really help you guys, and he's young still. So he's coming off an injury. Yes, he is, but he can do a lot of things for you. So I think that Kawan Alexander for the Jets makes a lot of sense. I think they should really jump on that. Gerard Davis is young and he's raw. I think in Robert Salah's uh, defensive scheme, I think he's going to be perfect. But I think Kawan Alexander is somebody that the 49ers will look at. Also, Robert Salah was his defensive coordinator. So it makes a lot of sense in San Francisco. Yep. So that's a good point, brother. I think it's going to be – Good. We're going to hope for the best with that, and we're going to see if it ends up happening. And then C.J. Mosley, I think, is a really complicated situation. It's a guy who hasn't played in two years, basically. Um, his, his contract's absolutely terrible. There's a big dead cap hit if the Jets trade him this year, but it could be a long-term move, so I don't have to pay him next year, I guess. Um, and the team that trades for him only has to pay $6 million this year, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you think there's – what percentage do you think he actually gets moved? Do you think he's suiting up with us next year? Yes. Yes, I do. I do. I, I think it's that the trade rumors, they were very right. premature. They said they he came up after the tweet came out two days ago. It died down. I think that Robert Sala wants to see what he could do. But I will tell you this. He doesn't produce this year. I'll tell you next year, I think that they, they he's gone. That's what I'll say. 
Yeah, I agree with you 100% because I think it'll be easier to get rid of him at that point. It's just um, very, very tough situation. It's so frustrating. We, I've talked about it a lot with you off the air, too. It really bothers me how it's gone down so far. I just want to get something productive out of him this year, play a full season, do what you're supposed to do, at least 75 to 80% of what we thought you were. That's all I'm asking for at this point. I don't expect him to be that guy in Baltimore anymore. I think those days are gone. Just the fact he hasn't played in so long, he's been injured. I don't, I'm really nervous about what's going to happen with him. I don't have a lot of confidence. I really don't. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's, uh, it's, it's a lot, man. Listen, CJ Mosley, when he came over, was the big defensive free agent you guys spent on. You guys outbid the the Ravens for his services. Who, by the way, I'm just going to say the Ravens can't keep pass rushers to save their damn lives. I don't understand. Look at all these great pass rushers, Mosley, Judon, and they all leave and get paid and they don't pay their own. It's just foolishness. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. C.J. Mosley, when he's healthy, is one of the best linebackers in football. He could be in the middle of the field and he could rush the passer very well as well. So the thing is, you got to see what goes on, and health is the issue. If he could stay healthy, Jets' defense is a lot better. But if he's if he gets injured again and he's underperforming, you guys are paying him a shit ton of money, forgive my language, and you guys are going to have to figure something out. And Christos, our buddy right here, Quan Alexander flies around the field. Another loss due to the cap hill for the Saints. I agree with you. I'm telling Saints you. Saints cap is a mess. I don't know how you're dealing with that, brother. Yeah, Saints are trying everything and anything possible. There's only three teams in the NFL who are over the cap, and the Saints are one of them. The Bears Saints are one of them. Eagles. And the uh, Eagles, I believe. Yeah, you're right. So I will tell you this. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, I'm going to read something, go back on this right now just real quick. Uh one of this, I'm telling you, I'm sorry, Jules, this Patriots and Deshaun Watson story is not going away. It's, and uh, someone said the wild card is the Patriots loaded up in free agency with weapons and defensive playmakers, which would make them more attractive to Watson, whose non-trade clause is strong voice where he ends up. And they're saying that what the Patriots are doing is intriguing to him. If they get Wolf 4, I'd be really nervous because then that's just another one he obviously likes. And it's another reason why I want the Jets to pull the trigger on forward, too. Maybe change his influence a little bit. So all that New York stuff was just not true. All the solid talk, all the liking New York, all the marketing, all that stuff, just like not rumors and crap. Like, it's just a bunch of nonsense you're telling me. Like, there's no validity to any of it. All that fake hype that we heard. Uh, Becky (laughs) just said, Bobby, it's only March for Julian. (laughs) Yeah, it's – uh, I just I, I just had yeah, to bring it out there. Marks. It's not going away. At first, I'm just like, come on, this isn't true. And then it just keeps getting brought up, and they're saying the Patriots are a dark horse. But imagine Bill Belichick could literally one more time get bring in the big fish into Sean Watson. Jesus. Yeah, man. I just really hope that doesn't happen. I'm going to be honest with you for about 10 million reasons, but I don't need to really get into But, those. yeah, no, no. Going back to C.J. Mosley, as you said, <laughs> I think that the Jets – well, I'm going to tell you this. I think he's motivated. Uh, he opted out last year. I'm just telling you this. I, I could see a motivated player. I'm actually scared for people going up against C.J. Mosley. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. I hope so, man. I just don't know what to think anymore after everything that's happened with him. You know, it's been a tough road. He's obviously not what we thought he would be. But, yeah, like I said, it is what it is. We're going to have to see what happens. Hopefully things get better. But, I'm going to ask final thoughts. I know we're running down time a little bit. Um, some moves that we haven't discussed. We'll go over quickly. Um, but Supreme, the Titans, I thought was a very good move. A lot of money. A lot of money he signed for. 
I think that it's going to end up paying off for them because they're obviously looking to fill that void with Clowney and um, Vic Beasley being not anything for them. Also, I saw something linking the Jets to Clowney. I don't know how I feel about that anymore. I was a big fan of the Clown, but now I think he might just be a Clown at this point. I don't know what he has <laughs> left, honestly. I really don't. It would be I wouldn't give him a lot of money if we're going to sign him. But if he wants to take a flyer for less than $10 million, I would consider it maybe for a year, but he's just not what he used to be. So what other moves besides Dupree? I know the edge market was pretty active too. Did we get over all the edge guys yet? And is and what other moves stood out to you? I'm also curious on your take with Richard Sherman, who we've talked about a lot, and the Williams guy in the 49ers, the Jets might pull the trigger on because we really need secondary help still. Well, I will tell you this. I have the list of every free agent that signed. I think that a big signing, the Chiefs getting Joe Tooney was huge. Really, really good signing. Um, I think Trent Williams going, staying with the 49ers, locking him up, I think that was great. Um, the Giants locked up Leonard Williams and Big Cat. He's getting a lot of money, and Jets fans hate seeing this, seeing how good he's been with the Giants, and he couldn't do that with the Jets. But here's the bright side. You guys don't have to pay him that – didn't have to pay him that contract. But I will, I'm okay with it overall. Um, I'm going to say this. You know what? Out of all the deals, and I'm not, I th- in my opinion, I think the Patriots getting the two tight ends and Judon was the win of free agency. But I'm going to say the biggest winners in free agency are the Bucks. They bring back everybody they needed to. I think that bringing back Godwin, Gronk, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, they're going to bring back Sue. They'll bring back AB. It's going to, they, they're going to run it back. And I, th- and looking all at all these moves that teams have made, um, the one move I really, really like that has been made, uh, the 49ers signed an under underrated linebacker from the Rams named Samson E. Bucam. He's really good. And that defense needs help. Look, the 49ers, um, defense lost a few guys and they add somebody like that. That's huge. Um, I will tell you this, uh, uh, let's see here. Looking at all these deals, uh, Janoris Jenkins going to the Titans. The Titans, they've let go of a lot of guys. Look at their pass rush now. They bring in Bud Dupree and Danico Watry. That's huge. They're paying these guys almost they're paying these guys a hundred million dollars, both of them, to be their pass rushing combination. We'll see what happens. So um and going with Richard Sherman. Uh, with the Jets, listen, Richard Sherman's getting a lot of interest from the Saints and a few other teams. So, Christos, yes, they're interested. I will. Yeah, tell but you. what money do the Saints have to pay Richard Sherman? I don't get it. Where's the they money? They don't have the money, but they're <laughs> interested. I don't know where they're going to get it, but the Jets are interested in Richard Sherman and Kawan Williams to the Jets. I think it's a matter of when it gets done, not if it gets done. Uh, you know the corner mark is taking the back seat. I know Shaq Griffin signed yesterday. Well, but no, no. William Jackson got signed yesterday to the Washington right, football right. team. And I'm going to tell you this. I think the Jets should have went out and got him because he could have been that guy for you guys. I know you guys still have uh, buyer's remorse for Revis and for Trem- uh, Tremaine uh, Johnson. But I'm going to tell you this. I think that William Jackson could have been that one that shutdown guy for you guys. I think you guys missed out big with that. But I will say, um, you know, uh, the Jets, I think, are in position to get those deals done. I think they will get done. Who's the other guy you want? What are you talking about? No, you basically hit everyone, I think. I was okay. asking for the two cornerbacks. I was asking for your moves that we haven't discussed. I think we got into most of them. 
So I guess my final question to you is, what do you expect the rest of the day? What, what do we need to look out for? Anything that might surprise us? I think the running back, I think the running back market's going to take, take its course today. I think the some wide receivers will get signed. Um, it's been a bit quiet right now. Um, so I will tell you that we'll see what happens during the day. It's going to be exciting. Like I said, every team has to be under the cap by four o'clock today. Every trade, every signing becomes official as of four o'clock today. Happy League New Year to everybody and everybody. The NFL is back. The offseason has officially begun. And St. Patty's Day, the luck of the Irish. What a time to be alive with all these free agent signings. A lot of stuff going down. And it's just the beginning, brother. It's just the beginning. Absolutely, brother. 100%. So should we close it down how we know how? Let's do it, brother. All right, so Grunt Talks MLB is the website. Grunt Talks GT Sports is also the company, of course. We're going to essentially switch that link soon, but right now it's Grunt Talks MLB. We do baseball and football articles on there. We have a bunch of interesting stories coming up. Our YouTube videos is Grunt Talks GT Sports. That's where you can find our baseball and football talk. We get into a bunch of different stuff with that. And then our podcast, of course, is GT Sports Talks, presented by Grunt Talks, Apple, Spotify, Team Twitter is Grunt Talks MLB. Team Instagram is Grunt Talks Team. My personal Twitter, Julian Gilardi1. My personal Instagram, Julian Gilardi11. Bobby, take it away, brother. Thank you, brother. My personal Twitter is Bobby Thompson81. I've been very, very busy lately with all these tweets. I'm trying not to miss any signings, and I won't miss any signings. Keep following that. Follow Grunt Talks NFL. We're going to have a lot more football stuff with that. Uh, my personal Instagram is Bobby Thompson81. Catch all of our content. It- exclusively on grunttalksmlb.com. NFL free agency is just getting started. A lot of things to look forward to. Thank you guys so much for checking us out on uh, Instagram Live. This was really fun. I think we should look forward to this doing it. Jules, I think we should do this a little bit more with big things like this. Maybe for opening day for baseball, we'll get something going like yeah, this. We can try um, some streams too on the YouTube, maybe Twitch, Facebook. Like we'll figure something yeah, out. We're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of stuff moving forward. This was just the beginning, just scratching the surface. But I will say one more thing before we leave. I don't know how Melvin Ingram's still out there in the free agent. Somebody's got to sign him. Yep, I think it's been some injury concerns with him. Maybe he hasn't been as durable lately, but the, the, um, the stats speak for themselves. I think he'll get signed soon. Absolutely. But, brother, right. always a pleasure. Guys, thank you so much. Christos, you've been the most active. Becky, thank yes. you so much. Love you Everyone's all, guys. checking in. Justin as well. There's a Justin, few of Justin, my you. man, we yep. Appreciate it. So, everyone have a good one, and we'll be back soon. Yep, be back soon. Brother, a always a pleasure. tomorrow.